Hello and welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Herald Podcast. This is episode 54 and we want to keep sharing more stories with you. Um, so today we have Shri. Um, now Shri's been with us um, roughly uh, coming up to a, a year now, I believe. Um, and we're going to share a story. A lot of it will be uh, to getting to know him, his experiences. And um, Shri, thank you for joining us today, mate. Um, one of the first questions, obviously, for the guys that maybe have never, you know, seen or been in the same class you is like, what brought you to, to CrossFit Harrow? Um, so I think it was, like most people you ask a question to, they always start talking about lockdown. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be in that category okay. as well. <laughs> yeah. A part of me. Um, but I think the main thing was I just made the decision that I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. Yeah. And going to the gym, because I've been a member at so many gyms, yeah, I could tell you about at least four or five gyms. And uh, it's not the gym, it? it's me. Yeah, that's, that's what the issue is. And I, I'm I just not comfortable doing it on my own. And I thought, this is probably the right place to start. So, so that's actually quite interesting um, that, that you said that like you realise that you're not going to be able to do this on your own. Like, what was the... What was the because I... I obviously own the gym experience working in fitness for a long time I find that a lot of people will maybe inquire or find that this is they want to do it but will try and do it on their own what was it for you that kind of turning point to be like actually no do you know what I can't do this on my own and I need help because it's quite hard to say I need help yeah but I think obviously I'm not there when you sign up other people but when I was signing up my, I'd already made my mind up before I'd come in yeah so when you were talking, I was just like... I'm ready to sign. I'm ready to sign the dotted line, yeah? Just take my money. <laughs> Literally, I was like, yeah, go on. You were like, you can do the three, six, or the nine, but I recommend the six. I was like, we'll do the six then. Like, I'd already made up my mind because there's only so many times you can start something and stop it yeah, and stop. until you're basically like, this is not, it's not working for me. Yeah. I give up. Yeah, it, it, it's fascinating. It's like that self-discipline like, to be like, no, or realisation to be like, yeah. I need help. But maybe as, as males as well, this is like another thing to talk yeah, about, yeah, but it's yeah. not often people put your hand up and go, look, I, I need help. We try and figure it out by ourselves. Definitely, definitely. And I think, because I'd already made that decision, like, literally, the way I even found you guys was I went on Google and I typed in Jim's and Harrow, looking at them, then I saw this gym. And obviously, I'm not aware of how many CrossFit gyms there are in Harrow anyway. So then I Just uh, as a pin, then there's none others. Yeah, 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 I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> so I, I was up, I was on. A, I searched it, and I thought this look, gym looks good, and mm. like it's, there's good reviews online as well. I didn't even think I read them in it anyway. I just saw the stars, and I thought that's good enough. That they're, they're, that's I'm pleased that there are good reviews. I wouldn't want anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I thought, all right, let me come in and see because 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 I listened to this podcast, I hear you speaking about like how there's other people involved in fitness and they just they just tell you what you want to hear mm. and then you basically sign up based on that mm. yeah so i already had a, a thought in the back of my mind that i didn't want this to be another one of those yeah yeah because i've got no idea who you are anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so step in here and then i thought you know what the only way i'll know that is if i do it mm. yeah i can listen to other people talk about it or i can just do it and we'll find out and find so that's why I'm, when i say my mind was already made up i thought i'm gonna try this yeah. If it works, it works. And I remember on my on-ramp sessions, when uh, I did it with Laura, mm. she was like, so why did you choose CrossFit? And I was like, to be honest, I don't know. 
I don't know. She's like, yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? And I was like, I don't, I really don't know. I thought, this is one thing I haven't tried. Let me try it and see. Something different and not Literally. what you've done in, in the past. Yeah, as in, I don't think I'll be comfortable to do what I've tried again in the past again. Because if I fail it too many times, I just give up and then I won't go back after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're always like chasing fitness then. Or, yeah, or not exactly. even getting anywhere near it. Exactly. So I thought this would be the right place to start. And I think when we did start, I just felt a bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Giving you the confidence, like definitely. What, yeah. what would you say um, you've learned over this period, like about yourself, maybe, like in this period of time? Um, probably one of the main things is I just got to focus on myself. Yeah, that's number one. Because there's literally no point comparing to someone else or to something else. Mm. Just trying to focus on me doing it for me as well. Yeah, and naturally, everyday person, business owner, fitness is on your list, yeah, yeah. but it's probably not the top thing on your list. Yes. And uh, even I remember when I signed up, you said, um, why do I want to, am I signing up because uh, someone else is making me sign up? You were asking me that. Mm. And I was like, no, literally, I've just made the decision on my own. I want to do it for myself. Yeah. I'm not doing it so I can tell everyone this is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I just want to do it on, by, by myself. Yeah, that, that is what, what, that's what really brought me here. And I think that's what's driving me to continue doing it. Yeah. Because obviously giving up is easy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So I think I think that's mainly what it what it was. Okay. And then obviously there's been a lot of um, you know, challenges over the last twelve months. And and you know, it's, it's a testament to really of, of how serious you were and the investment you made in yourself because it's not like you started CrossFit at the easiest time. Um it was only a short mm-hmm. time before uh you know we were in, yeah, into, yeah, we yeah. were into another lockdown. So you hadn't actually had, really had a big chance to explore um same as similar to Lindsay last week. Um, you know, didn't have a massive chance to explore really what CrossFit was about on a, lo- on a long-term basis. Um, so a lot of, you know, challenges within that. And it's a testament to your self-discipline that you've kept it up and wanted to keep it up. Yeah, def- definitely. I think, because c- like I said, I'd made the decision. Like, I knew the only way to really, like I, c- I can't give up halfway and then afterwards yeah. be thinking, imagine I didn't give up, what would have happened then? Yeah. So I thought, you're either, you're either in or you're out, innit? Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I'd already made that decision. I thought, this is what we're doing. And then obviously with like lockdown, um, how did you manage, like, as I said, business and how did you manage like work, like the challenge you faced at work with trying to maintain a level of fitness, knowing that actually there's no expectation at the moment. It's just mm. we're moving, we're ticking over. Well, I think the hardest one for me was the lockdown that we just had now. Okay. Because this, that's lockdown free, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was parts where like in the beginning, you're just happy to, to be doing something. Then it stopped and I'm like, I'm still interested to do it. Yeah. But then by lockdown three, I was like, oh, if, if, I fall, if I fall off, yeah. It would feel like, it, it would feel it was all wasted. Literally, and, if I, and it's gonna be hard to get back on. Mm. And then I might feel like my time doing other things, then I might never do it. So I was feeling like, cause I remember when you, you called everyone in it, yeah. this lockdown. And I was like, I'm so happy this guy called me because me even calling you, that's like the number of conversations I've got to have in my head first with myself yeah, before yeah. I even do that. Yeah. You're so weighing you up. Me, yeah. I'm like, he's called me now, so it's just a yes or a no, innit? Yeah. And I was happy that I was able to keep doing something over lockdown, which is something better than nothing. Yeah. So I think it was just, like you said, fitness is not at the top of my list, but it's, it's on the list. Yeah. And it's just prioritizing it at relevant times. So, exactly. You know, um, exactly. 
with with that scenario of lockdown, obviously, like you know, the implications that with work that was se severe, low, medium. Like, how was that with you with regards to to that? Well, I think you see, when I come in here, I'm not really thinking about work. Yeah. So, like, as a business owner, like you know yourself, you can think about work all the time, all day, like literally all day, all night. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when I'm in here, I'm not thinking about work, and I feel like I need that downtime in myself as well. Yeah. So it's. What, what, what could I describe it as? It's like a release, isn't it, really? Because it's time to just focus on something else and I'm actually invested in being here at the time. Yeah? When I'm here, I'm listening and I'm engaged. And I feel like that's it's just good for me Yeah. to just get away from things sometimes. Yeah, just your own time. Yeah. How, uh, let, let's kind of like rewind back to like, you know, like growing up and stuff. W were you a sporty kid at school? Were you, you know, were you into nah. sport? No? No, nah, no. Well, in fact, growing up, I was always really skinny. Okay. And, uh, but I wasn't sporty at all. And I was always eating junk food as well. So everyone was just like, how's this guy doing that? Yeah. So then, but slowly, slowly, I've been feeling like that's been catching up with me, especially now, like, since I was like 20, starting in money as well. So then there's just no limit, innit? Yeah. Just eat what you want all the time, go out whenever you want, etc. Et not a lot of responsibility, like, not a lot no of responsibility. responsibilities. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. So like, I feel like slowly things are catching up with me. <laughs> and, um, this is a funny story, actually. At a gym that I was part of a while back, and uh, at this gym, never working out yet. Just go in there. Socials. Just like, you send dumbbells for like 20 minutes, watch the clock a few times, <laughs> then go to the steam room, innit? <laughs> like, steam room's good for We've you. We've all done well. it. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, hey, okay, I'll sweat shoes. a little bit more <laughs> yeah, in the steam room. Yeah, so I go to the steam room, yeah. So I was in the steam room, and this guy come in, yeah, much, much older guy. And you were 20s? In the yeah, yeah, room. I was like uh, 21 or something. Um, this guy was ripped, yeah? and he was like, oh, "How's your workout?" And he might not think there wasn't really a workout anyway. <laughs> this, like, is yeah, my, yeah. this is my <laughs> workout. <laughs> so, having a little chat, and then he goes, um, "I said, what, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do in the gym?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to look better. I'm trying to feel better, etc., etc., etc." And then he goes, "All right." Um, he was like, "Can I ask you, what did, what did your dad look like?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "No, I'm asking you because you're young now." And like you look like not you know, not overweight or anything, but you seem to be like concerned. But in my experience, what your dad looks like is how you you end up looking like. Don't tell me that. That's what he's telling me. That's what he's telling me. I'm yeah. thinking about my dad. <laughs> he was telling me this, and I was like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah. So like that's why uh, I always tell my son, like just because I'm ripped, you're not gonna end up like this. I put in work for this. Yeah. But if I wasn't putting in work, and I was looking like this, this is how you're. This is how your DNA is going to end, make, this is how your genetics is going to yeah, yeah, end, yeah. end up making you look. And like. was that like a little bit of a realisation? Realisation and also because like I'm putting on weight as well and I'm thinking, imagine he's right, this he look, <laughs> guy looks like he's on something. So I was like, you know what, I've got to take this a little bit more seriously. But stop going to that gym because I realise I'm just wasting my time in but there. That, but that's also a massive thing within fitness and obviously like we try and talk about this to a lot of people that walk through the doors and just in general like... A lot of people will spend months of the year trying to put weight on. And I get it if that's what you want to do. Like, you want to add mass and you've got a personal goal that... Because most people go, oh, I want to lose weight. But there are people that do want to put weight oh, on. I was trying to put on weight as well before. Yeah. Um, but there are, like, various ways to do that. And most people often think, like, it's just a case of, like, lifting heavy weights and eating a lot of food. And there's obviously, that is one way to do it. But in terms of, like, becoming fit, that's not, that's not fit. That's just reaching that, that goal of, like, adding, adding weight and adding muscle. 
Um, so uh, it's quite interesting to see that for someone else on the other side of the thing is like I wasn't wanting to lose weight. I was actually wanting to put put weight on. Yeah, I mean, this is another thing where I say that I definitely never compare myself because you you might look at someone who you think is quite skinny, mm. but that person is trying to lose weight, mm. and you're like, what? Yeah. But then you might see someone who you think is quite built, and that person's like, nah, man, I need these gains, I need these gains. And you're thinking, there's no point in comparing them because this guy's not thinking what you're thinking. Yeah, and that's, that's very interesting because um, I find, in my experience, that I do think when you start going to the gym, no matter what you do, you do suffer a level of like body dysmorphia. Yeah, yeah. You do look at yourself in a very different way. Like your food plate almost looks different. It's like, yeah. you now yeah. start to think of things of proteins, fats, and carbs. You might look at yourself in reflection and go, oh, like, I'm this or I'm that, or someone will, you know, but then someone else's opinion of you will be completely different to what you yes. perceive that to be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know, not to go on a tangent. We love tangents. We all don't. right, so we, we are actually programmed to think in a certain way. Yeah, I believe that. that. might not be the, the right way, mm. yeah, whatever the right way is. Because, like I said, there's loads of people who are, like, really skinny, but then they're, like, not trying to eat breakfast, for example. Or because we think that's the norm. Yeah. Yeah. But surely that can't be normal. Well, no, it's not. I, I, I don't think so. And, like, as a team, you know, the key word at the moment, the buzzword, there's people, there'll be people listening to this that'll be laughing as I say this, but it's changing the narrative of, like, that's not what we have to be. There mm -hmm. isn't a size that is perfect for everyone. There isn't an image that is for guys that you can be what the fuck you want to be mm. and however you feel. And it goes back to, you know, similar feelings of how Lindsay felt about herself last week. Same, you have to feel good about you and not care yeah. about anyone else. Yeah, and it's like, you've got, you've got to know who you're taking advice off as well. Yeah. Like, because I listen to this podcast and you speak about some people who are just like selling some crap to you, yeah? And you're thinking, I'll, I'll buy that crap because like he looks how I'm trying to look. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, it, I, I can just buy it yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah, look yeah. like that. Basically, yeah, basically. But, but there'll be the same people two years, three years later that having psychological issues. Yeah, um, well, they'll be onto a new product by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's but they'll then tell you, it. yeah, they'll then tell you not to buy it because they've had, as a, let's say, as an example, as a female, she sold you a fat loss program. Um, and two years later, she has a child and she's having implications of her like, skin stretching yeah, and yeah, hormones yeah. or she's, you know, there's things that are not regulated because of X, Y, and Z, damage that she's done. Mm -hmm. But she'll tell you now not to do it. So two years ago, she tried to sell it to you and now she's like, oh, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's difficult to avoid these, yeah? Yeah. Like, even if they write ad on there, you're thinking, well, surely this must be good for me, innit? But we might, like, just as a nation, like, we must be a bit more clued on than that. Nah, man, we're not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think we are. I don't think we are because otherwise the companies wouldn't be doing well. And all these companies are doing seriously well. And yeah. they're paying them influencers good money to do it yeah. because it works for them. Mm. But each person has to have their own filter. Like, you need to listen to things and know I am doing that or I'm not doing that. Mm. And you have to make that investment for a long period of time. See, like you said, I've been here for almost a year. So. So why is it, should I just like stop coming in and yeah, yeah. fitness complete or what? That, that's a good point. A lot of people do think that like I've, I've done CrossFit for, or whatever they do. It could be anything, yeah. boxing, jiu-jitsu, whatever. They do it and then it's almost like, well, I've done it for a few months. Like mm. I should be at this destination. And it's like, no, there isn't a destination. It's a, it's, it will never stop. You don't just go one day, boom, tick a box and go, yeah, I've, yeah, got, yeah. I've got these shoulders, I've got these arms, I've got these abs. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It's very interesting to say that. Yeah, no, because like you said, it is about changes to your lifestyle mm. instead of changes 
into the temporary changes. Mm. And this is the issue because like they market these like vitamins and stuff, yeah? Or supplements. And the people selling them to you look the way you want to look, so you're gonna buy it. Yeah. You're gonna buy it either it way. It could be three times the amount that you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. But in your head you you've convinced yourself yeah. that if you do that, then you'll look So like this that. is what I'm saying. So we're not more clued up. Yeah, I guess so. we're not more clued up because yeah. we, we do I'd like to that. believe that we you know, I, I get it. I, no, like I mean to... there's gotta be a filter on you, otherwise you'd be buying everything. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, to the point where if you've decided this is what you're going to do, this is, this is the route you're going to take, mm. I think the first step is to accept it's going to take long. A long time. You can't sign up to the gym and say, I beef for 2021, and then it's fitness complete after that. Yeah. Not really, innit? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you, if you want to, to make yourself better. Since I've joined here, I feel better, innit? I feel better. And it's I don't not know about the next guy, but I feel better. And that's the main thing. And it's not necessarily always about like the, the aesthetic or the, the physical stuff. It's it's mm. you feeling better, like sitting here makes me happy that mm. you've achieved that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, feel better. it goes a long way. And and you see sometimes like, I've known people who go to the gym for like the last four or five years and they look exactly the same. Mm. I'm not about to come and tell them what the hell are you doing in the gym? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. look exactly the same for the past four years. Surely that brings them some kind of happiness to go there. They want to go there. Yeah, so yeah, please yeah. go and do it. Yeah, don't, don't worry about me. Yeah. If, you, if that makes you happy, please go and do yeah. it. Yeah. So I feel like whether I achieve every goal or not, I will achieve some. And I'm achieving some. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, every, every, every week that goes by. After the first class I had in there, I was finished, yeah? <laughs> I was finished. <laughs> like, I couldn't even keep up. I was thinking, what the hell are these guys doing? It was like, it was like prison. I was thinking, yeah. I was literally in the class thinking, now surely, surely we're not doing this three times a week. Yeah? This can't, this can't be fitness, yeah. Then I was like, nah, I've got a long way to go, yeah. Whatever plans I had before, we're starting again. Starting again, and that, that is really There's a long it is, way to go. Yeah, it is a starting, starting a new, like it's a new chapter, and like any expectations that people had on themselves about they should be this, they, they shouldn't. They should just enjoy the process of doing it. Yeah. And I, I think, in your case, where you haven't chased that outcome. And you've just enjoyed the process is where you've ultimately had the most success. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Okay, so like mid, you know, early twenties, there was that realization in the sauna, um, <laughs> that conversation, yeah. and then you know, what age are we? We're now similar age, thirty. I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay, so um, we went mid twenties, started moving into the gym a little bit more. No, I think not really actually. So the issue is when I had the realization. What I really realized was like, you need to put in a lot of effort into this, mm. which you do, mm. yeah. And I wasn't sure if I'm ready to put that kind of effort in. There was a part where I basically just accepted that this is not for me, innit? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just live a normal life and that would be me. And just remain as, as fit and healthy as you mentally and physically feel. As, exactly, yeah. And that was like for the longest time. Then, you know, life happens you realise life's short as well. Yeah. And then you just think, look, is this, is this how I want to go out or not? Yeah. And I Imagine think that, telling yourself you can't have a packet of crisps this, or you can't this, have chocolate. This is the thing where I, I, I don't want to, I would never want to push the gym onto anyone. You see, this is your job because you own this gym, but I don't push the gym onto anyone. I don't push anything onto anyone because if you don't want to do it, don't do it. That, that's the way I see it as well. Sometimes yeah. that, that's difficult for me at work because how am I supposed to tell my team to do something if they don't want to do it? But that, that is my, that's my policy. Yeah? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because it's not prison. There's not a jail in it. So if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I don't want to ever push the gym onto anyone because if, they, if that doesn't work for them, 
that's not going to make them happy. Yeah. So why would you want to run 20 minutes on the treadmill and be sweating, your legs don't work for three days afterwards? <laughs> if you're not happy. Exactly. So I'd rather you just don't do it. Mm. And find something else that you're happy. That's it. Like, yeah. I'm happy coming here, so I'm going to do that. For me, I can't tell the next guy come to Cross the is going to make you so happy. You've got to come and see for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I everyone's different. For me, this works. Yeah. And I'm happy that I found something that works for me. It might not work for me in four years' time. I'm not trying to act like, you know, when I'm 50, yeah, yeah. I'm still... It, it, but it goes like different stages of life. Like, That's it. You know, you, you, by then, it could be addition to family. Like, think, like you could yeah, be moving. Yeah, yeah. It, like, at that time, right now, this is... Although it's not top of your list, it's yes. in your... But also prior. because, like, the way this gym works is different to other gyms. Because mm. another gym, I'll be like, yeah, I'll go on Saturday after lunch. Imagine that's what I'm thinking. But then Saturday comes, I might have gone out on Friday. Mm. Uh, Saturday, and I've only woke up at 11, then I might be like, oh, I'll just go gym tomorrow. But then tomorrow's Sunday, and then I might not be on it. They'll be like 6 o'clock, and I'll be like, oh, gym shut now. There'll, there'll be something in the way every time. But mm. here, I basically book my time. I know I'm coming here, and that's on the list now. Yeah, I don't ever think I've seen you ever cancel a session. I've cancelled once. Have you? Yeah, I was ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've cancelled once. I've not seen it, so if you'd not said that, I wouldn't have known. Um, so, now, obviously, like, moving into, like, the kind of work side, um, you know, having... When did you get into the business, like, side of things? Is, is that, has that always been you? Did you come out of school and know you wanted to do that? Yeah, well, I did know I wanted to do something. Um, I did know I wanted to work on myself from probably when I was, like, six years old maybe or whenever you start thinking about things selling Haribo's at school literally <laughs> um, but I went to uni and then I come out and I was working for a few years and really the way I opened this business was almost you could say like by accident yeah so it's, like, a, it's a florist obviously that you, yeah, you own yeah. yeah but I opened it as there was not a florist there before okay the shop was empty and I was like oh this would be really good here and then I inquired in it and the next thing led, led on to the next thing and then they were like, yeah, go on then, come on, sign these papers. And I was like, what? And what age were you now? Uh, 20. Wow. What was that? Yeah, I was 20, yeah. No, was that 20? It's 2015, how old was I? Six. <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago. I was 23. 23. I was 23, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's another thing, because once you make a commitment, yeah, like that, there's no way out, no, really. No. Yeah. So... I feel like doing that year early on in my life kind of made me accustomed to like committing to things and that's something I probably would have struggled with before. There, there must have been quite a lot of uh, lessons on the way being, Definitely. being being 20 and starting your own business. So, so but what was, the, what was in there before you put the floor? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it was empty for okay. a while. So it you was a cafe before. It's okay. literally next door to the station. It was a cafe for a long time. So I went to school around there. So it was a cafe for quite a few years and it was shut for... Maybe about. So you are literally years. starting. Everything's starting from scratch. There's yeah. no, there's no repeat business already. There's no. Yeah, it's been closed. Yeah. yeah. So um, I started that when I was in 2015, and like every year. I mean, see, I have goals as well for the business as well. So every year I'm trying to do certain things, and I'm like, because I, I don't have any partners in the business, it also helps me. Like, the only person accountable is me. Mm. So if the ship sinks or swims, it's, that's that's on me, which is. Which, it helps me sometimes, because it makes me make the right decisions, yeah, even yeah. if they're not the ones I want to make. Yeah. But sometimes you're not, I, I would say, like, even from my experience, you're not supposed to, you, you're not, you don't always get the decisions right. Like, definitely, you definitely don't. Yeah, and that, that's like, in that's, fact, sometimes you get loads wrong. So wrong. Yeah, yeah which, which 
it makes you better though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it makes you realise for the next time that might not work. And it's so cliche to say like life's lessons or you know, you've got to fail a lot of times, but for anyone that is listening to this that has has things of starting their own business, there's like you are gonna lose a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's a long term win. But you know, it's it's difficult, I think, doing business now compared to doing business before. Because when I was growing up and I was thinking I, I wanna open my own business, I used to see business owners like the sign is spelled wrong, yeah. They can't, they can't even spell. Some of them can't even read. And you're thinking, if this guy can make money, surely I can do it. Yeah. But I don't think so. Because nah. you put all your energy into it, you'd think you're a smart individual, but you'll be struggling with some things. Yeah, yeah. Which makes you feel like, well, why is everyone else doing this then? Yeah. Surely but everyone else is not reading things like I am and, and do putting in this much work to not get this much return. But it's part of the process, isn't it? But I guess it's building that network around you of people yeah, that yeah. can add to that. Like, no one can go anywhere on their own. Like, um, no matter how much success, how much money, how much business someone can make, it's never, they've never done it on their own. You're going to have to outsource you have things. To. Like, you know, yeah, you'll yeah. learn so much from someone else mm. who they might have run the exact same race as you, or they might have run a similar race, but you're learning from them. Yeah, and, and it's, it's another thing where it's, you're going to struggle to give advice to someone else because their journey's not going to be the same as yours. Yeah, and especially well. starting it so, like for you, starting it yeah. so young at 20, that might, that, like, part of the point, point I was getting to before is that might have been quite hard for you at times and people around you to be in that such a senior position. Well, no, nah, that's a funny one you say that because to me it didn't feel like a senior position because when we started the business, firstly, we didn't make any money. Mm. So you're... Which also people think they're going to make straight away. This is the thing, including me, before mm. I started. So you're now running this business, you spend every penny mm. opening this business. You're working 25-8. But then your peers who also studied with you are off doing their nine to five, going home, turning off, yeah. making their money that they're supposed to get at the end of the month. And you're thinking, have I made the worst decision ever? Then you think either I could accept that I have and give up, you can't really, but you can almost. Well, you go back, you go to doing, I, I believe that you, there's two types of people in the work like, world. There's people who are very good at systems and processes and they're supposed to work for people. And then there's also the people that are very creative and need to have their own freedom. Because someone said a similar thing to me and they describe them as people who are reactive and people who are proactive. proactive yeah. you, you often find that it is proactive and reactive and it, but also, um, how to manage a situation that doesn't go your way. So mm. a lot of people with things that, you know, they might be in business or they might be working with someone else and don't like something or they, have, they, made a, they haven't closed a deal or they don't like something in a certain whatever. But then don't bounce from that. Like they've learned nothing from it. They don't deal properly with, the, with, the, um, with coming out of that and they never learn. Mm. You know, it's wanting to, something doesn't go your way. Right, fine, it hasn't gone my way this time. One, what has it taught me? And two, how can I change the outcome for next time? Yeah. Um, and that's where I think, automatically, I think those who are proactive to stuff will already anticipate that. And yeah. those who are reactive, I feel, will always, like, but they won't have those answers. Both, both people are, are needed. Yeah, equally this as important. Is yeah, yeah, equally as important. Both people are equally as important. So, like, some people, they would, they would look down on the reactive people, thinking that they're lesser than. But really, you need, like, they, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like the, the cogs in the machine, yeah? Because without them, you're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And without you, they're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. So you're right when I said, I think everyone is equal in that stage. 
And also because there are some people who are wildly successful doing that. Yeah. Because that's what they're good at. Yeah. But if me or you was to sit in that position, we might be so crap at that. Yeah. So. Like everyone's got a gift. Everyone has a talent. That's what I'm saying. And I I do think that really. Because I have to delegate tasks to people that in my team who I think are good at certain things. Which delegate, if I can just do everything. Delegating is not easy, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you feel not. like you want to do it because it will do, be done a certain particular way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but see, this is the thing because if you ever want to scale and you can't delegate, you're never going to scale. You're never going to scale. Yeah. Because there's only one of you. And there's times in my business where I didn't have staff and I was thinking, imagine there was two of me. Yeah. You just think about that and you're thinking, now nah, that's cheating. Because everyone else is making it, there's only one of them. Yeah. So then. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. You, have, you have to give some tasks to other people. Yeah. You could do everything on your own, but you'll be. But you have to limit yourself to what you're gonna achieve. Achieve. If yeah. You, if you're ready to do that, it's fair enough. Yeah. And some people have success on their own. Like yeah. it's just what works for the individual, That's or, what or whatever the goals and ambitions are for that business yeah. or, or the individual. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so that started from scratch, um, uh, and that was what early twenties. At what point were you starting to be like, right? I've got some momentum with business, like. Um, you know, this is, I can, have you, you've always been on that site, right? Yes. Yeah. I think when, when was the momentum growing? So I'm in the second site in the city and, uh, how long after that was two years, okay. it's the same landlord. Okay, fine. So, um, that went really well. And then the, the buildings were like, oh, we're going to renovate everything. So like everyone has to get out. And I was thinking, all right, what can I do to make this really work? You've got to adapt the business in it really quickly. Same as what people, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, so you've had that lesson. Yeah, same yeah, same yeah, with yeah. the lockdowns, yeah. So I thought, okay, let's focus on the delivery or let's focus on something that we can, like, scale. And um, I always try and take my team's opinions on things because I can only think for myself, but they've got different ideas and they, they've got different experiences. They'll think of things differently. Mm. So I feel like after last year which was not last year sorry year before 2019 i feel like we started getting quite good momentum but then 2020 came and was like everything's just got to stop and i remember thinking luckily just before then i felt like we had some momentum which meant more or less we'd be okay but i was thinking imagine covid here like a year after i'd started my business i don't think I don't think we would have been able to survive that. Mm. And I was thinking about all the other people who have just started their businesses thinking, yeah, it's fucking boy, they're making you take out loans now, which is all good and well when you take the loan now and you've got the money, but then... You've got to pay it back. When, when, the, when, you, when the paying back period starts, and it's so difficult to pay it back, yeah? So I was thinking, surely everyone's not going to be able to pay these loans back. Surely there's going to have to be something else that happens. Yeah. Because the government's like, we'll back your loan. How? How are you going to back the loan? I don't even know where this money's come from. The same. I'm, 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 I'm mind blown by it anyway. But we'll have the answers in like, what, two years time from now? Yeah. And you know what? So giving that money to a lot of businesses, oh, and, and I think it was a great thing to do. It was, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but actually, like, along the way, and it's probably supported a lot of businesses through that period. But actually, some might not be able to get themselves out of that. I mean, it depends how their business is set up. Yeah. yeah as well. I remember when I started, I couldn't even get a coffee machine on the business because they were like, bring me this account, bring me those accounts. And I'm like, for a coffee machine, seriously? They're like, yeah, you're going to have to personally guarantee it. And I was thinking, surely, how does everyone else start their business? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, like, so there's a, there was different time and age, as in, like, you started very early. I started, started this in 2015. Um, so I, 
didn't have to yeah I didn't have to go through like some of those things but I remember being like I don't think I can buy that or I need this but I'm not sure if I can afford it yeah um, w- was there any ever times even before this whole COVID situation was there any times you thought fuck I could be in trouble here yeah loads of times loads of times this is the reason why I'm th- I was saying before I would struggle to give somebody else advice because their journey is not going to be the same as mine. Mm. The only thing that's going to be the same in the journey is there going to be loads of times where you messed up, there'll be loads of times where you lost money, mm. there'll be loads of times where you think, what the hell am I doing? That's the only thing that will be the same. And sometimes I think early on when you start business, um, this is opinion that you think money's everything. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very important, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But there's more to business than just money. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of, I think, sure. I think from an outside, obviously I've been in that situation as well, um, but watching others or, or seeing things that people often find now, I've, not, I've got to make money. You're like, well, yeah, you do, but there's, there's a lot of other ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, of, co- of course. It's and not all- just about buy and sell. Uh, exactly. And I feel like, you see, I've seen loads of people talking about shopping locally, yeah? Mm. And of course, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. But... I almost feel like they're trying to turn that into a charity now, like shopping locally. It's not a charity though. Yeah. If you don't feel like you can get a good deal or a good product or a good service locally, don't shop locally then. Yeah. It's, it's up to the local business to be able to win you over with that. Yeah, and to meet kind of almost an expectation as like, That's what or, I'm or the business has got an expectation. This is what we promise. This is what we want to deliver. Yeah. And offer that to, to those people. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't like personally the narrative of pushing people to shop local just for the sake of it. Yeah. Like, I was I, I do them, understand that. What, for the sake of it, you mean? As in what you said about, like, pushing people... It's up to people, the business yeah. to, to do better. Because... I can see that. There's, like... I can't say I'm the only one selling flowers, period. There's going to be so many other thousands of companies doing it. And they're going to continue to keep coming. Exactly. Yeah. And they might be growing at five times the pace that I'm growing. But if I don't believe that I am doing something yeah. either slightly better or different, different or something that differentiates me then I'm going to have to get left in the wind as well. So I really do feel like shopping locally is good for everyone, but the shopkeeper's got to invest in that as well. Yeah, yeah I guess like it meets in the middle, doesn't it? So, exactly. Yeah, you're asking like a community to like see what's available mm. on their high street yeah. as opposed to the bigger, like, you know, the whole thing, we've seen it on Amazon, you know. No, because I've seen a lot of shops close in the last like one year and majority of them have been chain, change-ups as well. And people in the area get really upset when the chain shop closes because they feel like their area like starts going down. But is that does. but is that also a reflection of like yes. the intimacy of the the person who owns it with the community they have come into the shop? The the, the but also because like, a business doesn't close down for the fun of it. Yeah, mm. a business only closes down when they don't get enough money or they don't get the right reception from the people. Yeah, and maybe they not they haven't scaled appropriately. So so. I don't understand how people can be upset when a local business closes down. You didn't, you didn't go there. Surely they closed down because they couldn't afford to stay there. Mm. Like I said, business never closes down for fun because it makes no sense to do that. Yeah, yeah, Surely yeah. you just sell it to someone else to run it and then you just leave with your money. Yeah. When you close a business down, you lose money. someone loses somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a business closing down is the direct result of either that business not... Of pro- patterns or yes. behaviours over the last X amount of time. This is the thing. And I'm noticing now loads of banks closing on the high streets everywhere. And these are places that you kind of almost need on the high street. Which is sad because obviously the amount of people's jobs that are with that as well. Exactly. That as well. But you see, when, if all the banks close and the post offices close, etc., 
there's not really going to be a need to go out to the high street because mm. you can do everything else online. You, yeah. can, start, you can bank online as well, but if, like, if you've got money, for example, you need to go and put in, or you have a check physically, you need to go. Well, there would just be one in a certain radius as opposed yes. to, you know. But that's not going to make the high street boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this, this, that, that, that's a whole other avenue that you need to explore. And I, I don't have the answers, so I don't know what's going to happen. Do, do you find that you still get a lot of business in person? You know, since the, after every lockdown, we get like a surge of customers wanting to just buy stuff just because they can. But during lockdown as well, which is a bit funny anyway, but I know all the folks are feeling the same thing. Lots of people come to the shop and they're like, well, can't I come in? They're like, no, we're in lockdown, isn't it? They're like, oh, why? Well, it's not me. All the shops are closed. Just, it's only the, the essential shops that are open. You can call us and order, but you can't come in. I find that mad because like, it's literally on every news channel, every hour, talking about how shops are closed. But yeah. some people don't, don't get it. Just people, it's, it's going back to that feel like, you know, I don't wish for high streets to close and shops and all that to close. I don't Same. think anyone does, but um, there are times where, you know, if you've shopped in a certain shop for so long and you know, your, whether it be clothing, you know your size, you know, you don't even need to, you can just order it. Like there's certain things I know, I don't even have to, I just order it. Mm. But there's also things that you want to try on. You want to feel, you, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Like, the, like in your case, the flowers, they might want to smell them. I yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They might want to see it in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also a lot of, florists are notorious like online ones are notorious for just sending out crap yeah so like they also don't want to be the victim of that because there's so many victims of that yeah so is, that, yeah. is that quite big in your industry yeah yeah that's, that's huge that's huge buying flowers online and getting shit one back yeah or, or sometimes not even getting the flowers that's another thing but yeah that's big in the industry I didn't know that yeah that's huge that's huge and I think that's what stops a lot of customers from doing it it's like and that's why banking. they want it in person. You know, online banking when it came out, mm. when there'd be like a large majority of people not even trying. I didn't, didn't even want to hear it because the scammers were so like rough. Yeah, yeah. But now, like I see, I hear adverts saying, "If you get scammed, we'll give your money back. Please shop online. I mean, please uh, bank online." Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> see, now they're trying to like, yeah, literally, like, literally, if you get scammed, <laughs> it's all right. We well, got you. We got you. <laughs> At that point, you're just, all right, but there's also pros scam. and cons with like shopping with your credit card against your debit card. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too, yeah. for, for the merchant as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, who or has anyone along the journey of like um, of you opening the business been very influential? Or is there someone that you listen to? Um, is there yeah. things that you see? Who's that been? So, so, so like before I had the shop, I was wholesaling flowers before. Okay. So I know some other like really busy florists. I speak. To, I speak to. My industry is not that big, yeah. I know, so I know a lot of first, especially in London, and I speak to them regularly, and they're all much older than me as well, mm. so they know a lot more than me. So I do speak to them very often, and um, like I know some just generally successful business people who I sometimes just... In different fields. Different fields, yeah. um, who I always like to just lean on a little bit sometimes and get some advice, because when you're doing it on your own, like I said, the responsibility starts yeah, like, and finishes with you yeah and you're not you're not expected to have all the answers yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you shouldn't expect on yourself to have all the answers because you're we learn from people yeah i mean the, the only way to know if you made the right decision or not is to do it and to see that's a that's a fact mm. but you can always take advice and it's up to you what you do with that advice yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't have to take it some people might say no nah, it sounds a bit crap but in your head you already made your mind up mm. you were just getting a second opinion but you didn't really care about it anyway mm. so i feel like in in my business anyway I kind of just go with my gut instinct a lot of the time. But usually you feel that you, you, you find that your gut's right. Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah. You do. You, you, and like sometimes when you're just not 100% about something, 
you'd rather just pull the plug even if you'd invested some money in it already. Do you know what mm. I mean? Sometimes I buy something on a whim and then I'm like, you know what? To utilize this, I need to spend another X amount of money buying other stuff. Or I can just call it quits now and just forget about it. Yeah. And sometimes that's the right decision. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is. Yeah. Some, this is the thing. You can't win owner, on every situation. You're ready to lose, in fact, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of the time you're like, when I buy this, if everything goes pear shaped, will I be okay? That's the question I ask myself a lot of the mm. time before I, before I make any kind of investment. And if the answer is not likely to be <laughs> yes, yeah. I'd rather not do it. Yeah. And I feel like that, that's helped me, especially in the last year. Because you don't know what the government's going to tell us next week. Yeah. I find this is so annoying, but I see in the media, just yesterday, there was an article saying London could have restrictions or something. I'm like, give me a break. We just came out of lockdown four days ago. I mean, why would you even report it? It might, yeah. be, it might be the case. But, but, but there's, I think I actually said this in a podcast, and it's something that Denzel Washington said. He, mm-hmm. where he was speaking to a journalist, or a journalist asked a question. He's like, I, I, and I agree with this. Like, the media don't really care what they put out. They don't care who it hurts yeah, or whether it's true or it's not. It's just they want to be out there first. And I, yeah. think, he's, I think he said pretty much that. Mm-hmm. And there's no like, consequences for it. Yeah, yeah, there's you no. Know? Um, and as a business owner, you, you can't really prepare for it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I remember when we, the lockdown was announced on that, on that Friday. Um, I don't think I went to bed till Saturday morning. Well, just yesterday, I was on the phone to a friend of mine. He's a restaurateur and he's got loads of restaurants. He's like four or five now. And uh, he was calling me to get my opinion. And I'm flattered when they call me for my opinion because mm. I'm thinking... You hold some value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he called me and he was like, um, what do, you, do you think I should invest in this outdoor seating? Because uh, he was like, well, I can only seat this many people in the space I have, etc." And you know, the cost of these things, yeah, like furniture, it costs like five grand for like basic set yeah, yeah. to... Uh, commercial furniture costs like three times the price And anyway. the thing is, it will be supply and demand now. Like, yeah. they know they can only eat outside, so... But he was basically saying, like, the roadmap to lockdown is looking like things should start reopening up again. But he's like, what if it doesn't? And if it doesn't, and in two months' time, they're like, sorry, we've got to go back into lockdown, or London has to go back into lockdown. And at that point, I start buying the furniture. I've lost that two months' revenue. Or I could buy it all now, and then they're like, oh, everything's back to normal. Then all that stuff's just going to end up in storage, which is going to cost me money as well. Yeah. And, I was like, and no, yeah. one might, no one's probably going to need that. And then he's the one who sent me the article yesterday, and it was like, I think it was independent or something, saying London might go into further restrictions. So he's thinking, yeah, maybe I should invest now. But you might I'm thinking, these newspapers are writing these articles because for them, it's writing an article, putting it out there, yeah, click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. But it's affecting normal people, like, I'm going to have to spend six grand buying garden furniture now because mm. otherwise no one's going to come to my restaurant. Yeah. But this is. And the, they might not even reality. fill those seats. <laughs> they might not fill those seats because I, I, of. I've seen it, in be, fact. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of people being scared to go out or not vaccinated or whatever it might be. And. Um, they, they, and that's a, they're going to they're gonna have a, a loss either way in some yeah. respects. They, they could spend that money, but by the time everyone goes back to normal, they still might not have had made that money back. The, the worst thing is most of them are going to buy this stuff with the loan that they've taken. Yeah. And the bank's not going to be like, oh, you didn't make money. I said, don't worry about it. They're going to be like, this is how much you owe. Yeah, I want, that money. I want that money back. Yeah. Exactly. So then they're going to have to have a trade-off between is my business worth this money or should I just throw the towel in? Well, this is going to be sad to see, which is... I don't know what's going to happen, because I'm like, not an accountant. You know, I don't know enough about accounts or business to tell you what is the right answer. But I assume the business is going to have to close down, the money's going to have to get written off. Something that I found quite, quite frustrating, and, and, and maybe you too, is that like, some people have 
done 25 to 50 years of business mm. and in the space of like three months the f let's go back to the first lockdown or even a month they had to shut shop yeah um and when you know what it's maybe the um the financial things obviously that doesn't happen straight away but maybe like a resource of like how to scale would obviously have been a lot better than maybe the financial stuff because there's but, people but that also the, the issue is uh, which I don't even want to be saying this, but I kind of sympathise with the government on the fact that every business is so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to come out with a one model Size. fits all, yeah, yeah. which is mad anyway. It's mad as it is. But there's also people trying to take opportunity of the, of the, of the finances that the government was supplying. Yes. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That as well. That as well. Just, and I feel like, obviously, I'm listening to uh, these talk show radio stations. The business owner saying, you know, I'm one of those people who's fallen through the cracks because this is, you know, this is the way I set up my business. Like, I remember one guy, he has a swimming business, but like he rents like one day of the swimming pool in his town or something. So technically he doesn't pay business rates. So therefore he didn't get any support from the, from the thing. But he probably does that to help his business stay alive. Yeah. But then she's just like, oh my God, that's terrible. That's terrible. And I'm thinking... He only rents it for one day. What do you want him to give him? But you've got to, you know, in that sense, like, he could be someone that has started 25 years ago. He's yes. poured everything he's ever owned into it. You, you can't get back those man hours. You can't get back that money. Yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. like, you know, that, that starting from scratch. And, and this is the thing, because this is what makes me realise you can't rely on the government to be helping you. Like I said, it, it, it starts and finishes with you. Yeah, and so it's that you, accountability of you. Yeah, you better make the right decisions because you've got, you've got a team that's basing their whole life on you. Yeah. And they're expected to be paid because they, they put their trust in you to supply them with that. Mm. So this, I mean, being in lockdown, for sure, stress obviously through the roof because you're thinking... I can relate. So I remember lockdown one was so vague... Everyone just you had it. no idea whether even this will all be done in like two years or something. And it was so vague. They were just like, yeah, everyone's going to have to close. And you're like, okay, then, then. And everyone's like, yeah, then we'll, we'll talk about it. But absolutely. Like, when? Businesses <laughs> are just trying to wing it just to be like, what can I do to like, yeah, stay afloat? And then the, the difficult part is now everybody not everybody, but large majority of people are now at home, but being paid by the government. So those people are like, I might start a business as well. <laughs> I might do something at home. I'm fair enough. I like which, that. Which actually has been quite good for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like the idea of that. The that's, entrepreneurial that's, Exactly. And, and it makes them get out of their comfort zone, which is good for them. But then now you've got so many businesses with not enough customers. There's not enough customers to go around. Everyone's making cakes from their house. There's not enough customers. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> this, 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 this and they can't, they can't bring them anywhere because there's, you're not, well, at the time, you're yeah. not allowed to go anywhere. The only way really to sell them is deliver, if they were, is delivery. But the delivery businesses were seriously booming though. Yeah, yeah. But then there's, for an independent, someone who's gone, oh, I'm going to make cakes from home. Now they've got, there's another cost that they've got, you know, you've got to think about time, right? It takes me four hours to bake. Yeah, yeah. 12 cakes like yeah. I, that's that's gonna only make me x amount but then the cost of blah 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 of having to send them out that what i lose and being able not to make them at that time by delivery mm -hmm. um it, yeah, making I, I, packaging sending yeah then we've spoke about packaging we've spoke about packaging in the yeah, past. yeah 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 don't even want to get into that yeah. <laughs> literally it winds me up that does so in terms of getting your influence or like people you find most interesting is, is, is business owners of a similar 
and and also not in the same business as you that you yeah. um, have conversation. And yeah. I, I would say like, I would imagine that it'd be um, uh, the owners of these businesses want to see each other do well. Yeah, definitely, a- definitely. I mean, I I think personally. Most business owners want to see, yeah, want to see other people doing well because they get how difficult it is mm. and they get how like mentally draining it is. So most of the time, you just want somebody else to do well as well. But the issue is, you sometimes see some businesses take an absolute mick, mm. but somehow they seem to be making good money. I mean, obviously, being selfish pays sometimes. Yeah, it does. yeah, 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 it does. Which is, yeah. which is good for you. But I don't think people sometimes understand that because I think the reality is, is most people think about themselves. Mm. And they do. And, um, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, that's absolutely fine. But where a business has to be selfish, it's almost like, uh, well, it's the best decision for the business and that's, like, yeah. I, that's that. I mean, you could always say, look, you, you have a team of staff mm. that's relying on you. You have creditors, you have bills, you have so many things to consider. And if this deal just doesn't work for the business. I, mean, I can't do it, unfortunately. Yeah. As much as I want to, yeah. I can't. And Which there'll always be someone who is unhappy about, about Exactly. It. Yeah. And it's just about getting the majority of the people happy. Mm. And it's easier said than done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. What would, you tell, what would you tell your younger self? If you, started, if you were to start again, mm-hmm. uh, what would you tell your younger oh, self? I don't want to start again. Gosh. Thinking about it. It's just, hard, isn't it? Yeah, man. But, but it's also fun. <laughs> and, and actually, in theory, for me, personally, I felt like every lockdown, mm. I feel like I've started a whole new business all over again. Um, maybe the same for you. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it has felt like that. You, you, I think from your business, you, you know, you'd already said that you'd gone online pre, pre, previous to this anyway. Which so. helped us tremendously, literally. Because yeah. I saw florists then trying to set up websites and put themselves online. I already had made all those mistakes back, back two, yeah. three years ago, I was making those mistakes. Even when I opened my business up, literally, I was thinking, See what I'm going to do? I'm going to use technology for everything. I'm going to use technology for everything. And I think I'm not even going to make a normal telephone call. I'm going to make that through VoIP. Yeah? I think every business can. Yeah. It's just finding out the sc- well, how I, to scale I had this that. conversation with you like months ago when I was saying, since I've joined here, I like the way you guys use technology because like, you've got the apps that schedule everything. Mm. It texts the people, it emails them. Yeah. You log scores on this thingy. You manage your membership on this thingy. And it's just like really easy for me it's really easy and some people might be like too much technology everywhere but it makes the business run easier and i was thinking i'm going to do this because most of the forests they've got pen paper loads of filing cabinets and all this crap and i was thinking no, no, no we're not going to do it that way we're going to really utilize technology for everything so which gave us a head start because when lockdown happened and they were like you're going to only trade online i was like i'm ready yeah it's almost like nothing to change Literally, in that respect yeah in that yeah, aspect yeah. i was like well, I kind of prefer this yeah. a little bit it's but then easier. obviously the footfall of people yes things like that, and that but then i saw other people struggling because they were then trying to set up their website but all the web designers are busy setting up everyone else's website because everyone yeah. wants to go online now yeah 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 and then then they're gonna have to wait then once the website comes out then you'll see all the mistakes in it because it takes you months to figure out some yeah, of the mistakes yeah, yeah. on your website customer will order something which is like 200 pounds but you'll realize it was 20 pounds on your website and now they've paid for it and you're just like oh, i'm just gonna have to do it then <laughs> like you i already made those mistakes ages ago mm. so it was easier for me at that point but I, I do see now the way that businesses are going everyone's more or less now getting online which is a positive yeah a lot of people are focusing on making things easier for the customers so i feel like in terms of business the way that we've kind of um adapted not just us, I'm talking about businesses in general. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. 
it's, it's a new make it's it a, easier yeah yeah it's new it, it's, it's convenient it is easier for a lot of, a lot mm. of people um, okay so what what's what's the plan for whether it be you fitness wise or you business wise what's the next couple of months year what does it look like for you what, what's the plan so I think I'm in business myself for six years now yeah and I think in the last year and a half the decision that I made within myself is I've got to really look after myself and not burn out every few days. So important. And, yeah, it's so I, undervalued. I, I basically made that decision. It's so undervalued, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Because, the thing is, because we're passionate about doing what we're doing, you're sometimes thinking, nah, like, it's makes me happy, I want to do it anyway. But it takes it out of you. Yeah, we're in the service industry, we want to help people, we want That's to put smile thing. on people's faces. It, it takes it out of you and you're thinking, nah, you know what, of course, I've got to just calm down a little bit and just take it slow. Mm. So I feel like I'm trying to just focus on getting my life back as much as I can. Life's short as well, so yeah. you, you just want to, you just want to live good in it and go out and you when your time's right. So whether it's fitness, whether it's um, my personal relationships, my friends, uh, business, whatever it is, just keep it calm. One day at a time. Just enjoy. One day at a time. I think that's, that's the right, right thing to do. And that there's no expectations of having X in this time, Y, and that's like, the, you, there'll be goals that you want to do, like, yeah. you know, but they're, they're, they're things that can be played I feel, around I feel, with. I feel like, yeah, some people will make it in their 20s and some will make it in their 60s. Yeah. That's the story that's yeah, written yeah, for yeah. them, boy. Because I'm telling you now, <laughs> just thinking, like, you could read a book by Jeff Bezos, oh, he wakes up at five, oh, I'll start waking up at five. You're yeah. going to be rich. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like Stay in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Get the extra two hours sleep. Stay in bed, yeah. <laughs> I do remember being younger, I'm thinking, like, by a certain age, I'd have shit together, or I'd mm -hmm. have this, I'd have that. But actually, the older I've got, you know, turning 31 this year, I, like, everything's worked out exactly how it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think people often forget that. Yeah, You're yeah. exactly where you need to be. Because no, when I was about 16-ish, I was wondering, when's that time going to be when I grow up and I'm like, just, just an adult about me? And I'm now thinking, does it ever come? No. Nah. Does that ever come? I don't think it does. Maybe when you have children, it might come. Um, that must be it. Yeah. That must be what, that, that, I'm, what, I, what I think is the next thing for you to be like, man, it's time to just be a bit more sensible yeah. about everything. Yeah, you when know? you change a little. Yeah, I think I would. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't have children. That would be. I would say I would imagine that. Would be uh, the I same. imagine that being the what, the turning point when you're like, yeah, well, when I'm you're actually like, right. Cut the crap. Now. An adult now. I've got to stop yeah. fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I've got I've got someone else who's going to be looking at everything I do. Thinking yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Right thing And essentially, you're going to be that role model. Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. Very interesting. <laughs> um, Shri, great to talk. Yeah. Um, great definitely. to share your experiences and your story with everyone. Um, thank you for joining us, guys. Join back Pleasure. next week for episode. 55.